0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets.
1: Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and as always... My friends are with me today, Pedro Burke Hello. and Kate Abbott. How do? And today we're going to talk about, for lack of a better phrase, the magic of dogs. And if you're listening to this, you already know the, how wonderful dogs are. And I should
2: point out, you used the phrase in a conversation and then I grabbed it and said, that's a podcast. Yes, okay, you did. I did. Yes, you did. I want my moment in the sun. Yes, oh you did. Oh my gosh. Good girl, Kate.
1: <laughs> 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 I'll tell you the story that, precipitated it in just a second. But yes, I I called Kate and I was telling her about this situation that happened and and that I had told the woman I was talking to the magic of dogs. And I'm sure somebody said it before. I won't lay claim to it. Somebody said it, but it just came out of my mouth at that moment. And then, yes, Kate said, that's a
2: podcast. That's a catchphrase (laughs) title right there.
1: So anyway, what caused this discussion, and and hence tonight's podcast, is I was talking to a, a friend who, four years ago, asked my advice on how to get a dog. She and her then ex-husband, but she and her husband, while they were married, had never had dogs, were never in a situation to have dogs, had served in the military for a period of time in another country where it wasn't feasible to have a dog. And she basically didn't know anything about dogs at all. And yet, her 13-year-old daughter was facing some pretty extreme challenges. And she was hoping that a dog could be a companion. A confidant. A confidant. Not that the dog could solve all her child's issues, but just that the dog could be there for her. And so I brought her several of my books. (laughs) (laughs) and said, here, this one will help with this. And once you bring the dog home, this will help with this. And and so I gave her a
2: stack of books. A crash course in dog ownership. A
1: crash course (laughs) in dog ownership. Well, I hadn't seen her for three and a half years. And when I saw her this past week, we greeted each other, long lost friends. And I said, so how's your dog? And we had just stepped into her office and she walked around me, closed the door and got teary. And i am go to myself. i am oh my God, what happened to the dog? He must have died. He oh, must have, something terrible must have happened. Sure. And she, this brilliant smile. And she went, that dog has been the best thing ever. She said, with your help, with your books, we are probably the most responsible dog owners on the face of the planet. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, the dog was just, wonderful so um of course that made me feel wonderful myself but then we got talking and i found out that her daughter had continued to go through some major challenges personally for lack of a better term self-identity which led to a confrontation with her father and she basically stood up to her dad and said i'm gonna do this with you or without you and I'm sitting there going at 13, 13 and a half, I didn't have that kind of guts. But she continued to, to battle some issues. Now 17 is there and yep. is confident and is doing public speaking. And her mom said, and that dog has been there every step of the way. And she said, all the things that that dog has been there for, the confidences, He's heard just
3: everything. all the conversations she had with the dog?
2: Oh, yeah. Told the dog and no one else? I was thinking the other day, which is dangerous, I know. (laughs) Um, We often use the phrase unconditional love with our dogs. Yes. And I was thinking that that's not really right. Because, you know, dogs will on occasion go, oh, no, no, don't do that. That hurts or whatever, Uh you know. But what they do do is just say, yeah, you know that's a minor thing. I love you so much, anyway. Yes, yes. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And sure. what the, the most of what we build up as huge problems, and this child did have them, but for the rest of us, they're little things, and the dog just goes, "Yeah, don't worry about it." But you even know, with this love.
1: child going through some major teenage angst, more than the normal teenage angst, yeah. we don't know how many times the dog did go but I love you, kiss, yeah. kiss, 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 and yeah. make those burdens just a little bit lighter. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, and as, as, as my friend was telling me all this and I'm <gasps> clutching my chest and, and asking her, but how are you? And, and she says, I'm good, I've weathered it. And she said, but that dog was so wonderful. And that's when I just went, the magic of dogs because they
2: are they are they are nothing like helping a mom too by helping her child yes yes yeah yeah
1: and she said that her youngest youngest child has benefited at times too she said um this past fall her son was one of the ones that came down with the flu oh, yeah. her youngest son
2: and hey you guys this is serious around here right now people are dying yes
1: and he was very very sick he survived he's fine but he was one of the kids that got really really sick and she said the dog just went whoops you're the one that needs me now and just snuggled up got down to eat and go potty and snuggled up again and she said more than once she came in to find her youngest son's arms wrapped around the dog and the dog just rolled his eyes and said don't bother us okay so wow nice yeah yeah. <clears throat> All right, let's take a break in our show and talk about one of our sponsors, the Canvas People. And that sounds funny. They really aren't people made of canvas walking around, but the name. Ooh, na- cool. The- <laughs> Pod people made of canvas. But the name of the company is Canvas People, and what they do is they take your photo of people or pets, and of course we're talking about dogs here but and put it on a canvas of various sizes a artistic a art a, yeah, yeah an artistic yeah. canvas and that you can hang on your wall and this is right up my alley because i have one wall in the living room that i can't tell you how many has any pictures are up there
2: but it,
3: i don't know it's your dog wall
2: it's my dog wall. It's dog wall yeah it's like a timeline of the dogs that you've owned you yeah. yes one right. end of the hall yes and go along and you've got photos drawings paintings yes paw prints Uh
1: paw prints and it started with my first german shepherd watashi and has gone through the generations yeah because my dogs are important to me and my phone if you looked at my phone i won't tell you how many photos of my dogs and cats i have more photos of my (laughs) dogs and my horse than i do people (laughs) yes you have pictures of people yeah
2: <laughs> you're weird
1: only dog people
2: <laughs> yeah yeah or my daughter i mean really that's about it <laughs> i like the and i like the it's canvas wrapped around so you yes. can do it frameless or mm-hmm. framed right in fact they have right. frames on their website too but um you can do it either way and it still looks good
1: and then they also put the photos on a variety of other things
3: i liked the ornaments
1: I mean, you there's like so your... many
3: times that you don't know what to get somebody. Yep. And everybody, especially in our group. Everybody loves, has everything. Yeah. And <laughs> everyone loves their pets. Yeah. And we do social media. And so once a while, you see that one of us will post a picture of what we just like. And it's always a great opportunity to grab that. You can put it on an ornament. Uh-huh. And there you go. you got a nice personalized gift. And you can even put little sayings. I know there's like Merry Christmas or just little
2: Happy sayings. Happy Hanukkah of- or... Whatever. Yeah.
3: or the year, anything.
2: It was years ago that private training student, we'd been through, it was not an easy dog for her to train, and we worked on it. She, without my knowing it, got pictures of my dogs and the, and my business card that I had given her and had it all put on a mug. I, I've never used that to drink. Really? I have it on my <laughs> desk, and I just enjoy it. Like I might throw pins in
1: it, but... That's real cool. I just
2: really, and that, that I, to be... To give somebody something like that that they can use. See, and I
3: used the one of mine. One of my students did it a few years ago. Yeah. And one of my Aussies, Rio, is on there. And it's just a pretty picture of him. Yeah. And you know, that's the first mug I grab.
2: Makes you smile when it you does. use it.
3: And I, I use that the most, that mm-hmm. mug.
2: And yeah. I'm going to have to get a pillow. I love their pillows.
1: Yeah, I was just going to say that, that you were talking about the pillow. But they also make other things too, plaques.
2: Plaques, right. And
1: I like the um, the canvases that were... Octagon shape that you could put. But uh, through... they call it uh, uh, honeycomb.
2: Honeycomb, yeah. honeycomb, yeah. is yeah. that you
1: can put that was two nice. or three or four together nest, in a pattern. Nest them and yeah. nest them. Yes, I, really neat. I love that. That's, that's a great idea. That though. brings out the artistic uh, side. <laughs> that's what she's gonna do with her wall. We can put <laughs> no, more pictures. No, that's wall. that's another wall. <laughs>
2: starting a new one. <laughs> I do it like with the cats because you know the way they snuggle together anyway when they're Ooh. sleeping? Oh,
1: have each Oh, see? Ooh. Look
2: at that. Ooh. A honeycomb of the A honeycomb of pictures. the cats and sleeping. Yeah.
1: And that, that, yeah. That, that, that actually would be great. I love it. All right. Well, Canvas People has offered a special deal for our listeners. You can get an 11 by 14 Canvas People print free did you hear that free it's hard to get anything for free but if you listen to us you can get an 11 by 14 canvas people print free a 69.99 value so 70 buck value all you have to do is pay the shipping and handling so to get this just visit canvaspeople.com upload your favorite pet photo or other photo and enter the code doggydog All is one word, and you'll get your free print. So you'll go to canvaspeople.com, upload your photo, your favorite photo, follow their directions, and then the special code is doggy dog, All one word, no space. Okay? All right, let's get back to our show. We all have stories of one kind or another, and one of our trainers, Key, who has sat in on a podcast with us before, our most recent one on traveling with in an RV <laughs> with dogs, she yeah. uh, she shared her son her son's story and gave us permission to share it with you all.
3: Yeah, so she had uh, sent this to us. I'm going to read it to everybody. After I read it this morning, though, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> it's like, "Wow!"
2: There's a lot of clutching of pearls going on around here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so she started out. She had. Last year, they lost a dog, a golden retriever, right, um, Sophie. It'll be a year here, just in a couple of weeks, that they had lost her. So she started out. The anniversary of Sophie's death is three, three weeks from tomorrow, and she's been on our mind so much lately. Such good memories, but yet so painful. I knew I had a picture, but i had forgotten, and also a video of her and Luke from the last day. And So here's the story of, of how all that happened. Luke is diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome, an autism spectrum disorder that causes him to have extreme anxiety and difficulty with type of social interaction. Luke is militant about avoiding relationships and outside of school, chooses to spend a lot of time at home. Even being around family members is difficult for Luke, so his room has become his refuge. An effort to keep him outside to get some exercise We made it Luke's job to take our older golden retriever, Sophie, who wasn't able to keep up on faster walks with our younger dog. Luke began doing this job very grudgingly and only because we gave him no choice. After a couple weeks of taking Sophie on very short walks, we noticed something happening. Luke started becoming more animated. He smiled more. He never passed Sophie in the house without bending down and giving her a pat or a scratch behind the ears. Despite Luke's best efforts to keep his feelings locked up tight, Sophie was slowly and surely causing his tough facade to crack. She was getting to him in ways that no other person had ever. Soon Luke was eagerly taking her on walks and the walks got longer and longer. It was not uncommon for them to be gone for an hour or two on trails behind our house. We asked him about it and he told us they would walk a little, sit on a rock for a long time and just be together. I think that is so cute. That's just awesome. Well I'm and, and she was sniffle sniffle. I know, right? And, and,
1: and she was old. I Yeah. She and, was, so she couldn't walk that whole no. time.
3: So she was twelve?
1: Or thirteen.
3: Thirteen? Yeah. Like yeah. He also told me that they always shared a snack and that peanut butter was her favorite. <laughs> That's so adorable. Luke had quickly grown to love Sophie, and she loved him in return. When Sophie was diagnosed with cancer last year, it became evident that she wouldn't be with us much longer. Luke was devastated. He cried and grieved like we never would have imagined was possible. The day Sophie died, Luke brought her a spoonful of peanut butter, and we gratefully, she gratefully mustered the energy to eat. He was able to smile and say goodbye to the sweet girl who managed to wiggle her way into his
2: heart.
1: There will be a pause here for <laughs> no blowing. Now, that's the magic of dogs. Yeah, and I
3: thought to the very end to get that little the peanut butter and yeah. share it together one more time. Yeah.
1: Now, Luke is 19 this year, I believe, so he was 17 or 18 when that happened. Yeah, 17,
2: 18-year-old yeah. teenage boy. Yep. Yep. Which is like tough that. age for anybody. Right. But in addition to right. spectrum issues. Right. Yeah. And I will
1: say, having met Luke myself, he came up to see one of my litters of foster kittens, and the animals love him. My oldest dog, Bones, glued himself to Luke immediately. I mean, Luke had no more than walked in the door than Bones was glued to him. And the kittens, one of the little kittens, when he sat down on the floor, just left off playing, stopped, climbed up him. Climbed up onto his shoulder and snuggled up on his neck. And Luke has the biggest, brightest smile. Oh, it was wonderful. And I just sat there. I wasn't going to move because I didn't want to break the spell. (laughs) It was just so so wonderful. So Luke is a cool kid. He's he's got his issues. We all have our own issues. So
2: that's uh, a
3: story for uh, was it uh, chicken soup for on the soul? soul? Yep. Oh yes, that, that would be yes. that would be beautiful. Yep. There yep. are
2: the big stories. Then there are the thousands of little ones. Well, I did a private training the other day. The gentleman is living on his own and he's 96. Oh,
3: wow. good for him.
2: And he had, he wanted a dog, so he adopted a dog, and she's about, I think, seven or eight years old. Nice. So, you know, they can go for walks. She's happy, she's a little schnauzer. And uh, it's such a nice match. I mean, he, he gives their, they have a routine, which we know how much dogs love, routines. They go for walks, she's happy to walk along. He does use a, either a cane or a walker. But he's 96 and he's going for yeah. dog walks. And it gets him up and <laughs> good, out of the house. Good for him. Do you remember that gentleman that came to class I don't remember anything else about him except that I've never had a dog before in my life. Okay, why'd you get... I had a heart attack. My surgeon said, as part of mere prescription, go get a dog. <laughs> so I'm here. <laughs> now what do I do?
1: <laughs>
2: and they started going on walks. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> and he was besotted with that little... Uh, she was a Sheltie. Yes, yes. They just, and and he was right. I mean, it it not just, not just moving the legs, going for a walk. It helped heal his heart, period. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So there's thousands of these little stories.
1: And, you know, before we started recording this podcast, we were talking about when we were kids. Mine, when I was a kid, was a cat. My dad was in the military and we were moving a lot. And he didn't want to either drag a dog along too, besides dragging three kids along, or finding rental places in that era that would allow a dog. So I had a cat. And Bootsy lived to be 19, but she was my cat. And before spay and neuter, had her kittens in my closet every time, every summer. But having trouble with my brother... (laughs) We're fire and ice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good statement. Yeah. I could go to my room, close the door, and Bootsy heard all kinds of stories from a distraught child. Mm-hmm. And she was sympathetic. And she was sympathetic. She was always there. She would knead and purr and let me squish her. And yeah, yeah. Bootsy was my my childhood companion. At least you had a brother. No, you didn't.
2: I, that's not the right
1: word. <laughs> <I laughs> Considering gl- the way the two of you I, are, no.
2: <laughs> I would gladly have shared. <laughs> but as an only child. <laughs> yes. And moving a lot with the military family. Um, my dog was my buddy. You know, go to a new place, hitch up the dog, and we go for walks. Yeah. And I'm, I am absurdly proud of the fact that my buddy was a Pekingese who could run alongside my bicycle. He's for a long time. The Pekingese <laughs> then were not the Pekingese of today. Exactly. Yeah. He yeah. had a beautiful coat. People would stop and, oh, what is it? They weren't as well known then, and all of the above. He had a beautiful coat, but he could run and do things. Mm-hmm. And have, and so I he'd run alongside my bike, or I'd sometimes plop him in the basket on the front. But we did everything. We explored new places together. And for an only kid, so he was a great opening. Icebreaker. Icebreaker, thank you. You know, yeah. what kind of dog is that? He's cool. And they come all over and pet and my dog would mm-hmm. preen and I got to meet mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. So he helped me through a lot of moves. Yeah, A lot of moves. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: we all had a hard dog. We I mean, had Shasta. I wasn't yeah. young, I was
1: an adult, but she helped me through three marriages and three divorces. Yes, she did. And, she and, and, when, we, and when we finally told life. you no more, Shasta was there going, uh-uh, that's it, that's it. That's it.
2: No more Look mom. at you, them, but don't touch. You told patron no more men, and Shasta gave a huge sigh of relief. Yes. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. yes.
2: But we did say you could have boy toys, but just no longer. that was it. Play with them, just don't bring them home. There you go, there you go.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: but she was, I mean, we all had those dogs. That I, I swore every time I would just think it, she would do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, think, sit. She just sit. She helped raise all other dogs. She helped raise Kayla. Yeah, she helped raise my daughter. Yeah. She helped teach my daughter how to walk. Yeah. I'll never forget the day Kayla wanted to get up and walk. She just grabbed onto Shasta's collar. Shasta stood there. Kayla got up. Shasta took a step. Kayla took a step. And before yeah, I say- knew it, they were just, they were walking.
1: See, I, I don't know how you got my child because that's how I learned to walk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: not sure how that happened either.
1: My, my folks had a German shepherd and that's the one that broke my dad's heart when he couldn't bring him when we got orders. Butch, and I learned to walk hanging on to Butch's collar. They have pictures of me. this cute little blonde <laughs> hanging off this silver-sable German shepherd who was very patient just standing there
2: yeah. So as mm-hmm. much as we talk about kids and dogs these days, I learned to walk with a dog. <laughs> it was a case hound, but still. Um, yeah. But it was, in all three of our we're talking about it was the dog's choice. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nothing
3: forced. No. Nope.
2: No. Nope. Yeah. They they chose to come forward. In fact, yeah. when I was four four and a half, I ran away to join the circus. <laughs> And uh, most of the neighborhood was in our backyard playing. So my mother didn't hear any difference in the screams and yells and carrying on until she went outside with the Kool-Aid or whatever. And I wasn't one of the kids still running around the backyard. Oops. And I was like, well, where did where did, where did where did she go? Well, she went to the circus. Well, nobody knew where it was because there was no circus in town. <laughs> but a neighbor came along. It was uh, back in Massachusetts. It was two lanes each direction with uh, big grassy areas to each side of the road. Mm -hmm. And I was walking along the shoulder of this busy road. Oh my (laughs) God, at four years old. And when a car would come along in the lane closest to me, apparently, according to my neighbor, the key sound would knock me off the road, onto my bottom. and then come over and stand next to me, and I'd use his collar to get back up, shake my finger at him, and we would toddle on down the road some more. But the dog was keeping me safe. So when the neighbor pulled over and opened the door and said, Get in here! At first, Suso, that was his name, she said, was guarding me. Who are you? You can't have this child. But then when recognized the neighbor, went, Oh, okay, fine. Yeah, you get in the car. Come on, here we go. And the dog herded me in, took me home. Actually... <laughs> To, to tell you the truth of the story, that's when my mother found out I was gone. <laughs> when the neighbor brought me home. And that's when they asked the kids in the backyard, why didn't you say anything? And they said, well, she said she was going to the circus. So anyway,
3: they all thought that was cool. We're going to come see you to a circus, Kate. We'll see you soon. When
2: a dog chooses to be a companion to a child, it's magic. Yes. Yeah. Or the cat. But mm-hmm. you shouldn't force them. No. No.
1: All right, let's take a break in our talk to uh, talk about one of our sponsors. Bissell, as in the carpet shampooer company, Bissell, sent us one of their new bark bath machines, dog washing system. And it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. It reminds me of the little green machine
2: that cleans the carpet. Yes, which I loved. (laughs) I don't know why I I didn't replace it when it broke, but I, I had it for a long time and it was great for spot cleaning. No, no, my... no pun intended. Huh? <laughs> okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. Plus I love I, I do love a good name and Bark Bath is a good name. Barkbath. Well and
1: Bissell's a reputable name <laughs> if you if Bissell's you go along that, that line too. Mm-hmm. The Bath system looks the machine looks kinda like the little green machine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's got a long hose, which is wonderful. To reach your dog, and especially to move around your dog, it they say that you can use it in any room of the house. I have to admit, I've only used it on the tile. Yeah. But most of my house is tiled, so that that's why I've only used it on the tile. But this year, we've had a lot of rain the last couple months, and everything is muddy. <laughs>
3: especially here. We're just not used to it.
2: California does everything to extremes. So we go from drought of seven years to pouring water, rain, and mudslides. So which then means our dogs who are the ones
3: who like to play in mud puddles. Oh, play is not even it. Roll
2: around. Knock each other into it. Have a wonderful time. But the little little kids with the yellow boots who stomp in the puddles, except they don't have any boots on. (laughs)
3: And then they want to come in the
2: house when they're all dead. Yeah, and right. You
3: look at them like I don't think so. <laughs> but the little bark bath here comes in handy for that. It
2: is a spot cleaner. It's uh, a spot uh, cleaner. Uh, uh, <laughs> there you go. You can spot clean on your spot. Exactly. Oh, oh bad. bad, bad. But it's handy because you, one container you can fill up with the water and, and no rinse shampoo. Right, right. And the other one is where the it oh. sucks it back up. and Easy and, to dump. Uh, so easy to dump. That. Yeah. And you
3: can use um, warm water. So they're
2: out there stomping around a little cool. Because, I mean, the weather is a little cool for us. Yeah, and if they're out there playing with the cold water, then that they can just use cold water to have a bath in. Oh, darn it. So there. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Like you put cold water <laughs> in it to know. wash Quill. Yeah, uh-huh. she, I know. She is a terrier who hates the cold. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, but it sounded like I was going to hold him too. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it's, it's nice to be able to... Uh, to get all that ick and muck and off, oh, God, we have a pond on our training dog training. Field. Yes, yes. And it's it's an, a good it's size a
1: pond. Na- it's a natural pond. It's a good size, and in its deepest, it's maybe six feet deep. And right, well,
2: na- dug it out, so there's a good oh, twelve foot. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: and right now it's because it's spring. It's covered with pollen and duckweed, and and it's don't picture a clear blue. Pond. Shimmery it ain't pond. A it no. is not
2: a swimming pool. It is a swimming pool. It's got duck poop in it and turtles and, t- and turtles yeah. and those and little scum. fish. Scum. And scum. <laughs> little green pads. It's, it's a
1: natural pond.
2: <laughs> so when a teenage dog of about what is he? Eleven months. Yeah. 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 With you know good coat. Medium in here. coat. Medium coat. Goose. Oops! I slipped. Oops! Into the muck. It could have been a genuine slip, but anyway, he came out disgusting. And, and I let's know just that. say,
1: let's just say, it's a real good thing we had the bark
2: bath here. And I know how disgusting it was because of the times that Walter definitely went in on his own choosing. Yes, yeah. Walter he, loved to go in. he, yes, he, he did. He, he didn't slip. And when he would go we, in, you wish he had a bark bath then. Yes, because <laughs> I'd have to take him out there. But the I wasn't going to bring him inside. Nope. And I'd have to take him out there and use the hose and in the mud. I mean, standing in the mud, trying to clean the pond scum off of him.
1: And, you know, another selling point of this machine for us Californians who often face drought is it only requires 48 ounces of water. Whereas the bath under the hose for a medium-sized dog, it's a whole lot more than that.
3: And, and, (laughs) how many of us take a
1: bath with our dog
3: when we're bathing our dogs?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm soaking wet. I'm soaking wet. My no, dogs, before yeah. the bark bath, my dogs got bathed on the side yard under the hose. With the hose, and I'm half of the
3: wet, and they're wet, and we're just, yeah. I'm, if so I'm honest. home, they're in
2: the shower with me. But but when they would go in the pond, then I had to do it outside, it was miserable. <laughs> yeah. And to use the hose out there, and then towel, and towel, and towel, and towel. Yes. Yes. And with Walter's house. cockapoo poodle coat, yeah. there was not enough towels. But with the bark bath, you it suck it off. off. Yeah. Oh, it was so much easier to clean her dog, and I just said it's and not And you fair. don't get wet. I told her it wasn't fair. She <laughs> had to go through at least once what I had to go through. <laughs> so, oh, Before mine. the bark bath was available.
1: Get but on, <laughs> All right, well, all fun aside, you can visit Bissell.com slash DoggyDog to learn more about the Bark Bath. If you decide to get one, which I hope you do, use the coupon code Doggy Dog, and you'll receive two bottles of free no-rinse shampoo with your order. Now, a word about that shampoo, it smells great. I do like that. It smells really good. it, It smells great. I don't remember what... Mulberry. mulberry? Or, I know, just smells a...
3: good. Made me hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah spring it's like fresh. It Smells like pie out of the oven.
1: <laughs> so anyway, that's. This smells good. That's <laughs> bissell b i s s e l l dot com slash doggy dog. No space. No space, and use the coupon code doggy dog. All right, that's it.
0: Sit, stay. It's a Doggy Dog World we will be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact.
1: You know that feeling when you go to clean the litter box and it's a complete disaster? Yeah, we've got you covered. Introducing World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mass, the advanced litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. Zero Mass combines the concentrated power of corn with
0: super-absorbent plant fibers. Translation? Scoop once and you're done. Find it
1: at a pet store near you and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com.
0: Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke.
1: Back to our show. I think it's us adults too, because, you know. Yes, there's relationships, there's family, but the dog is the one who's always there, always there.
2: When I went to college, my first year, you had to live in the dorms. Right. That was the first time in my life without a dog. Yeah. I about lost my mind. Yeah. The hamster was really, really cute, and I did meet friends with him, putting him in his little (laughs) hamster ball and letting him roll around with my room number on it. (laughs) It was a way to meet people. They'd bring him back. But it wasn't the same. No, no. So I think I lasted three, maybe four months before I found a stray. And I made sure he was a stray. I checked all the look. And sneaking him in and out of the dorm, I had so much help. And it was help that I lived on the, my room was on the first floor, and I could go through the window.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) And that dog learned to never bark. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, Mm yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's how I made it through the first Well,
1: I met Paul via dogs. See? I had my my military working dog and had him out training one day. And uh, this German Shepherd goes zooming past us, followed by this young Marine running as hard as he could. (laughs) But they were heading towards the flight line on Miramar. (laughs) And my thought to myself
2: for Which, those of you, let me back up here. Flight line means that's where planes land and take off. The
1: the jet fighter planes. <laughs> yeah, this is not a good place for a yeah. German Shepherd to be riding. Okay. And my thought to myself and to Mac, my working dog, was he's getting in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and the next time I was out training Mac, I think it was the next day, here comes this same young Marine going, will you help me train my dog?
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. And of course, we've all had therapy dogs. Mhm. Oh, so, yes. For the children, for the sick, for whatever. They bring a little magic with them every time we go out. Wherever we go, whatever, mm-hmm. wherever place we're visiting. Yeah. You get together with a bunch of people to do therapy dog work
1: or therapy cat work. Yeah? Yeah. Two of my cats made it as therapy cats. And you will
2: just hear the magic of dogs and cats over and over in hundreds of thousands of ways.
1: Bones right now is visiting a daycare for kids in the foster system, foster care system. And Riker visited there for several years before Bones did, before Riker had to retire and passed away. And as I said earlier in this podcast, I wasn't a mother, never had any. I'm a four-footed fuzzy creatures adopted mother. I don't have those instincts. So when we go visit kids, it's because this is the best thing for Bones. This is the choice that Bones made or Riker well, before him. You tried him.
2: him with the nursing home. Oh, yeah. He
1: got his 10 hours before certification in, in the nursing homes, and he was fine. But he didn't have the joy that I knew dogs could have in therapy dog work. Right. He didn't have that joy. When I walk into this daycare center, those are his kids. Yeah. As far as he's concerned, those are his kids. And the director usually has a list of kids that she wants bones to visit on that day. But of course we often get detoured. Sorry. The story
2: of the young girl whose mother was a drug user and she was
1: Oh um... Grace. They okay, get up the Kleenex. Get up the <laughs> hay. Grace's mother was an alcoholic and a drug user, so Grace was born blind and deaf. When we first met her at the daycare, she'd been with her foster parents just a short period of time, was three or four years old. I'm not good at kids' ages, so I, I guess three or four. She was very young. This daycare gives the foster parents some respite time so they can go run errands, you know, do the things they need to do, and the kids are, are watched. When we showed up that day, Grace had only been at the daycare a couple days, and she didn't want to leave the chair she was sitting in. The assumption was, the director assumed, was that if she stayed in that chair, her foster parents would find her. Uh, If she got out of the chair, she'd be lost.
2: She wasn't verbal.
1: Laughing, giggling, but not words, no. So the director was hoping that Bones would... Help her relax enough that they could take her to the bathroom without panic that she could leave the chair. So when we went in there, I'm telling the director, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to handle this at all. So she said, just let's bring Bones up there and see what happens. So I stood Bones in front of Grace's knees so that he was leaning up against her knees. And I held his head because I didn't want him to... Liquor, and he gives tiny little bitty kisses. It's not big slurps, but I still didn't want him to startle her. And then the director took Grace's hand and just put it on his coat. And initially she pulled back, but then she reached out and touched him again and then touched him with the other hand and was rubbing her fingers through his coat. And she smiled. And when she smiled, I Forgot about holding Ponce's head. Oh, no. <laughs> and he gave her several kisses in the ear, very light little butterfly kisses in the ear, like he likes to do. And she giggled and laughed and laughed and laughed. And within about 20 minutes, she had hold of his collar, and they were outside walking around on the, on the playground. See another dog nice.
2: teaching someone how to walk, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and of course the director and I are both standing in the playground off to the side, and we're both going. My allergies are bothering me. Sniff, sniff, snort, snort. All encounters high today. It, 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 I'm not crying. Aww. You're crying. It's my allergies. <laughs> but and we were able to visit with her for six or eight months, the her foster parents adopted her, okay. which just was wonderful, absolutely wonderful. But there's all kinds of kids that he sees that it's not always that drastic a difference. That,
2: but Even a small miracle is still a miracle. Yes, yeah. yes,
1: yeah. And it's the same with dogs, the therapy dogs visiting the elderly, too. I mean, or someone that's in a hospital. They may be, yeah, like you say, they may be little miracles, but it's still a bit of magic. It's yeah. important for that person that day. Yes, it well, is. Well, you did
3: hospice work. with
1: Bashir did hospice Where? work. Did Bashir visited him. senior centers and nursing homes for a number of years. But as he got a little bit older, I think he got a little burned out. And then when my mother-in-law was in assisted living and then hospice, she wasn't a huge dog lover. She had a Boston Terrier that was hers, but she only had the one dog that I know of in her adult life. But when I went up to see her one day, I said, "Um, do you want me to bring one of my therapy boys up here, one of the therapy dogs? And she was like, yes, yes, I'd love to see one of the dogs, even if nothing else, a break in the routine. Because she was in assisted living and hospice for quite a while, and Much to her dismay, she was a very independent woman, and she did not care for that at all. So I brought Bashir up, not knowing how it would go, and he made her laugh, and he was silly, and did tricks, and this is a very dignified dog, mind you, but had a great time. And then the staff visited with him, and we got stopped several times on the way in and out. So I let... The hospice that she was under the care of, um, I let them know that he was available for hospice visits, and and we did a number of them for the next couple years, and he loved the hospice work, loved it. I don't Mm -hmm. think I would
2: have survived home caring for my mother if I hadn't have had dogs with me. My mother always had dogs and loved them, but she had lost her last terrier, Uh so when I moved in to take care of her, I took two dogs with me and it was great. I mean, they'd get on each side of her on the couch mm-hmm. and give her something to pet and keep mm-hmm. her warm. And she had to have a feeding tube in her stomach and the machine. And there were times when I would crash, okay, pass out, mm-hmm. <laughs> tired. Mm-hmm. And if the machine got clogged, it would make a, an alarm. And I'd sleep through it, except the dogs woke me up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If mom got out of bed and started wandering around, they'd wake me up and let me know. It was really another wonderful, I want to say set of hands. What do I want to say? They helped. Support. They were system. Yeah. And keeping me sane, too. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. Well, sniff, sniff. Sniff, (laughs) sniff. (laughs) It's the onions. Yeah. As we all know, dogs are magical. They may make a mess. They may be a pain in the you-know-what sometimes. But overall, they're... They're there for us, and that's the important thing. So that's it for this
2: time. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.
0: Take care. Having a rough day? (coughs) Longing for the dog days of summer? (coughs) Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? (coughs) Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.